Welcome to Hello Everyone Beauty and thank Ashes you for joining podcast. Beauty Beyond the Ashes podcast, podcast where we talk all things forgiveness, restoration, freedom, healing and wholeness so that we can walk into our purpose and calling for our lives with courage and boldness. I am your host Tanya B. Jones. So you guys know that I'm always excited to come before you and and share and you know just do what God has called me to do, right? So today is no different. The only thing that is added to today is that I am in the midst of it. So, but I'm still willing to share. I'm still willing to talk about it. I'm still willing to be transparent in the process. And that is because some of you are thinking about Um, the next step in your healing journey. Some of you are maybe contemplating beginning. Some of you may be at the end of a layer of it. Um, But I want you to see how God works it out and just kind of what the process is. (laughs) You just don't know what the process will be. But what you do know is that when you turn it over to God, He will take care of it. And you may not even know how, but when things like this, what I'm going to talk about today happen, you can't help but just sit before God and say, wow, just wow. So if you have heard any of my past, you know that there are gaps that I don't remember. There are things that have transpired in my life that I really don't remember. There are bits and pieces that help me place dots along the line so that I could trace things that have occurred. But God has been bringing things back to me in a wonderful, loving, kind and gentle way and helping me to process a lot of the past. And I am so very appreciative of that. Um, But it only happens as I continue to walk and what he's called me to do. So I'm in the middle of a project that he has me doing and I go into my attic and I'm looking for a concordance um, among my books. And I find all of these books that I've had from the past. I'm like, oh, I can use this one as a reference. I can use this. I can use that. And I run across all of these books and I'm like, you know, loading them up in my arms so I can bring them down. So I get down and I see that I put one of the books in there is a devotional. And I'm going to tell you the name of it. It's Woman Thou Art Loosed Devotional by T.D. Jakes. And one of the reasons I pulled it down because I thought this would be perfect as a reference because the subtitle is Devotions for Healing the Past and Restoring the Future. So, <laughs> so yeah, I'm, I'm thinking this is, wow, this is going to be a great reference. And um, so there was a point in my day where I had some downtime and I sat with the book and I pulled it out and, and I, I start flipping through it and I see highlighted portions. And I'm like, oh, okay. There is no writing, there is no timestamps, there is no notes, there is nothing in here except for highlighting. 
And I don't know if you heard my episode, Write It Down, but I talked about the fact that God told me to start writing, just write, write it down, write it down, right? So there's there was a process of me going from never writing, um, just like it was a resistance to me writing, to following God's command to write it down and beginning to journal and write and just just writing anything that comes to my mind, I write it down now, right? So this was back when I wasn't writing anything, obviously. So I pulled the book uh, out and I turned it over. And on the back of it, it has the city where I bought this book from. And when I saw that, it reminded me of a time in my life, right? Um, And so I'm like, wow, this is from the book. The book is written in 1997. And so I'm guessing this was between 1997 and 2000 when I purchased this book. Because there's no date. There's nothing, no handwriting in this book. But there's an area of great highlight, right? So as I'm sitting, I'm reading through the things that I highlighted. And I was between the age of 27 and 30 at that time. And if you all recall... Uh, If you've heard my past, around the age of 27 is when I had my second abortion. And this book was written in 1997 when I turned 27. So this highlighting was done somewhere in between 1997 and 2000. So um, I'm reading the things that I highlighted and... I'm like, oh my God, I, I didn't know. I didn't know that I felt this way. What I highlighted was a great indication of where my heart was at the time. And I don't remember feeling this way. I don't remember admitting to feeling this way. I don't remember... Um actually identifying these feelings. So I'm flipping through and there are lots of areas where there's one section called loose from past failures. (laughs) And I'm like, wow, I highlighted quite a bit in that section, right? On, On the part about There's a section called Loose from Poor Self-Image. I didn't highlight anything in there because I had no idea at the time that Satan had removed my identity from me. I thought I was okay. Now, in 1997 to 2000, I was still enlisted in the military. I did not commission until December 2001. So... About the time 2000, 
I was just starting my nursing program. The, the time that this book was purchased, I had just been picked up for a commissioning program. So at that time, I was feeling pretty good about myself, right? I was chosen first in my command. The, the admiral signed my letter. She is my number one pick, handwritten on the top of my endorsement letter. So I'm feeling pretty good about myself. So I had no idea that I had any self-image issues, right? But I knew that I had some past failures. So in that section, I did quite a lot of highlighting. And um, I'll be honest, it, it, these the highlighted areas are so revealing to how I was feeling inside. Mm. So there's a, a section in here that's that T.D. Jakes is talking about saying goodbye to past failures. And one of the big things that I that stood out to me is I highlighted today is the day to say goodbye to what you've lost, to what has gone away from you. It is your day to stop grieving and go forward. Ask God to help you deal with your disappointment and loss so you can be ready for the blessing he still wants to give you. There's another section that I highlighted and it reads, Christ doesn't strengthen us once. He strengthens us again and again and again. He strengthens us every time we face a difficult challenge, every time a memory comes up to haunt us, every time we are reminded of our imperfect past, every time we face a decision. Choose to stand up to the devil today in the strength of Jesus Christ. So those are the early highlights in that section. And of course, he gets a little deeper as he goes along. And there's a section that says you must refuse to blame your past for your present and future. The fact is you can never relive your past. You can't go back and make it different. If you are holding onto your past, it's because there is something about your past that you think you still need. This section was particularly difficult for me when I read it. And it reads, God has another promise with your name on it today. He has appointed you another seed in spite of all that you've been through, all that you've suffered, all your tears, all of your failures and mistakes, all of your misjudgments and mismanagement, all that you've lost, all that has left you. God has another baby for you to birth. And the baby, the word baby is in um, quotation marks. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give way. God has another method to bring you the blessing he has destined for you to receive. There's another highlight area where single single statement on a page. You may have to cry a lot of tears along the way, but keep walking. That tells me that there were some tears that I was shedding during this time and a lot of them on a single line highlight on this page, two pages in this section. And the only thing I highlighted was the part about a lot of tears. This book is 237 pages long. So I'm flipping through the book and I, I didn't highlight a lot, but I highlighted several areas. 
Right. There's another section that says, you may be weak, you may have failed, you may have sinned, but if you still have feelings toward God and you still have a desire in your heart to see God move on your behalf, then God can still be moved. He is moved by what you are believing for with your faith. Go to God today with your need and express your need to him with the full force of your feelings and faith. There's a section in here that I highlighted a lot. And it's in the uh, unit called Loosed and Made Whole. And the the title of this particular section is, Yes, A Woman Like You. And the part that I highlighted reads like this. The woman who feels dirty and unclean doesn't feel worthy to receive the miracle she needs. Oh, she needs the miracle, all right. And she knows she needs it. But she doesn't feel worthy to receive the miracle. So she doesn't pray like she needs to pray. She won't praise like she needs to praise. She won't worship like she needs to worship. She won't reach out to seize the moment like she needs to seize the moment. And then there's a section at the bottom and I highlighted, yes, a woman with a past can touch a God in the present who is able to change the future. In spite of your personal history, in spite of the problem, in spite of the circumstances, in spite of what others say, God can be touched by you. In spite of your heartache, in spite of your pain, in spite of your depression, you can get to Jesus with the feelings of your infirmities. Never let your past reputation or the future of your problem keep you from going to God and asking for a miracle. Oh, y'all, when I read that and it says the woman who feels dirty and unclean doesn't feel worthy to receive the miracles she needs. It stunned me that I felt that way back then because I don't remember feeling that way. 24 years ago, (laughs) but it all makes sense to me. Every bit of it makes sense now that I've, I've, I've gotten this because right, right after this book was um, purchased and right after I did this highlighting is when I went into a very busy season of my life. I started nursing school. I began to, um, but the the schedule became busy. I was a single parent. Um, I was living in uh, Maryland, Virginia area uh, with very little support. There was no family around. Um, I was working on a commissioning program. And then once nursing school was finished, I was commissioned. Um, this is the time that I was able to put on my mask. This is the time that I was able to um, be that somebody that I wanted everyone else to see. This was the time that, especially once I commissioned and I was um, able to get these accolades and these awards and these acknowledgements, and each one of those was a jewel and a pearl that I could place in my mask to beautify it, to, to make me feel better 
So I I didn't need to feel like the woman that I'm talking about in this book. I didn't have to feel dirty. I didn't have to feel unclean because I took that mask and I put it on and and no one would know. So why do I have to deal with it? Why do I have to talk about it? Right. So it was during that 20 years that I was able to bury it all. And I forgot about it. I forgot about it. But it didn't forget about me. And as I was flipping through the book, I get to page 214. And I was I was so stunned by what I saw highlighted that I did an audible gasp. When when I read, I was like, <gasps> because I couldn't believe what I had highlighted. On page 214. It's saying goodbye, right? And he walks down a list of things for you to say goodbye to. At the top of the page, I highlighted, don't allow a guilt trip from the past to strangle you or cling to you or trip you up. Cut the cord. And down at the bottom, he goes on to say, Say goodbye to Joe's bar and Ruby's lounge. Say goodbye to the pimp and the pusher. Say goodbye to the drinking girls and gambling friends. Put that addiction. And then I highlighted the next sentence, that abortion. I couldn't believe that I had highlighted this in a book. And The only thing I highlighted in the list of things, because there was a list that says that abortion, that sickness, that divorce, that failure, that lost behind you. So essentially what I was was highlighting was to put the abortion behind me. Y'all, when I saw that highlighted on the page, I was stunned. I was stunned and I had to sit and God just ministered to me. Because he let me know that, number one, I did acknowledge it back then. I I did acknowledge it. It was an issue for me. It did hurt me. It did change me. It did put me into regret and guilt. And, And it helped me to know the timeline of when I began to bury it all. And how that all come up came about. And I was talking with a confidant of mine about finding this book and and just how I felt as I read the highlighted areas. And to think back to my young self feeling this way, you know, it was um, it was so revealing to me. It, it was revealing to me. That even the younger Tanya was hurting. She she really was hurting. Even though 2020 was my defining moment, 2020 was that moment that I knew something in me was broken and I just didn't know what. But the, the younger Tanya, she knew what it was. But she buried it so deep that as I grew older, I didn't know what it was. This shows how important it is to address the pain when it hurts. Don't cover it. Don't put a Band-Aid. Don't um, bury it. Don't neglect it. Because 
for 20 years, two decades. That's what I did. (laughs) That's what I did. I'm just wowed by how God brought this to me right now in the midst of the project that he has me working on. He's ever gracious. He's so wonderful. He's so gentle and he's so kind. And I'm so grateful that he would give me a dot on my timeline that I could once again trace his hand in my life. And let me tell you something. It's no different for you. Your abortion does not have to define you. Your mistakes do not have to define you. Your addiction does not have to define you. Your adultery does not have to define you. Your incarceration does not have to define you. You can heal from the past and restore your future. I'm a living witness. I am a living witness. And I thank God every day. I thank him every day for where he has me. And it's little gifts like this, this little book that came from the dusty boxes of my attic to come down and just lay up on my heart one more thing that says, daughter, I love you and I've been with you the entire time. This has been a very transparent podcast. Um, I pray that it blesses someone. Um, God laid it on my heart in the middle of the night to, to process this out loud on the podcast, which is something that I would not choose to do. <laughs> but being obedient to him, I did so. Now, YouTubers, I am not on camera today. Not with this. <laughs> I don't. Um, I've, I've been processing this and um, there have been some tears shed. There have been some um, just some emotions expressed, some gratitude and worship given. And um And I wanted to be totally transparent with you all and do it in the midst of, um, but I don't look my best. (laughs) Um, But I feel great. I feel amazing. And when I tell you that this podcast is the place where we talk all things forgiveness, restoration, freedom, healing, and wholeness, I mean that. I mean that there is no no thing that God tells me to do that I won't in order to bring you into your time of forgiveness, restoration, freedom, healing, and wholeness so that he can make plain your purpose and calling and give you the boldness and the courage to walk into it. And I pray that this um, this episode has done that for you. Um, I'm going to get out of here. I don't even know how long I've been talking because my screen is blank. Um, but I want to leave you with this. Don't be so uncomfortable with the darkness of your past that you're too fearful to walk into the beautiful light of your future. I love y'all. Have a great week. Bye-bye.